0: hi everybody Hello. welcome back to another episode of the wanda vision after show, show. and we're talking all spoilers today for episode seven of wanda vision if you're new welcome this is the Han talks first okay. channel new videos every monday wednesday and friday and of course friday is dedicated to wanda vision and i'm here with i am rice crispy that's me i am han we're going to talk all about this episode and more. If you're just joining us, please comment below. Let us know that you are here with us today and share with us your theories going forward and what your thoughts are on today's episode. Again, spoilers. So if you haven't seen it.
1: Episode seven. See ya. Catch
0: up. <laughs> and um, yeah, I guess we could just start with uh, general thoughts. Do you want to go first? Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, so this was the long awaited The Office slash Modern Family episode. First off, sorry, you know, I have to do it. That opening sequence. <laughs> <laughs> that was so simple, but it was so effective. I love it so much. It was very, um, I mean, obviously, it's just literally the office theme, but like, yeah. <laughs> it,
0: it it was the office theme but they reversed it it was yeah. instead of bum bum ba, da, da, da da, it was bum bum ba, da, 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 and it went up so it was yeah. it was that but reversed It was kind of cool it was so
1: cool and i mean obviously the modern family thing were like the letters and everything i forgot what else it reminded me of but those were like obviously like the two main influences for the whole thing right yeah there was something else i'm blanking out right now but i really liked it huh
0: <laughs> so I was just making sure the audio was coming through
1: um I mean there was a lot this episode a lot that I really liked and some stuff that I'm just kind of like
0: me <laughs> <was hoping>
1: <laughs> overall I really did like this episode though I think like it actually gave us some answers it gave us a lot of stuff that I've been anticipating even though it failed on one pretty big like huge thing that I was hoping for but you know what can you do everything else delivered so Overall, I'm happy. Also, <laughs> this was the perfect chance of in. Yep. John Krasinski.
0: The perfect episode, <laughs> if it ever happens.
1: I mean, I'm still holding hope for for him to be in the MCU as Reed Richards, ideally. But I mean, he could also do any other role. But this was the time to do it. Yeah, but we can't if we can't have him here the vision does a really good camera stare <laughs> <laughs> he does <laughs> okay now see you because if not i'll just keep talking
0: well uh, i want to hear from you guys first to make sure that the audio is coming through okay because on my end it it seems like it but uh just making sure so if you are joining us uh, welcome your kicks welcome Hi. max uh Hi. good to see you guys thanks for joining Hi. us today uh, your kick says this episode was crazy Robin McFly says crazy reveals this episode and Max uh, welcome Max good to see you he says hey and uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of the beginning but I really liked the ending and I would give it an 8 out of 10 whoa it was a very
1: whoa. slow beginning Yeah, but then it picked up and then it picked <laughs> up hard and then it went like
0: <laughs> yeah uh, that, that's a big rating for this episode more than I would give it so my general thoughts are my least favorite episode so far uh, felt very filler to me. Felt, um, it had a great potential considering it was getting into the 2000s, mid 2000s era of television. And uh, I love that they did the modern family and the office approach to it. Uh, I was, I really love how they switch the tone. There's usually two tones. There's the MCU tone. And then there's what television series are doing at that episode. And this one, they had more than two tones. And I think that, really didn't you know sit well with me it it's just like uh, they go from the mcu tone to the office tone to the old 50s style tone which they like brought back again and then they also have this new tone set up with the people that are cognizant inside the hex that were once hypnotized and now they're not so there's there's essentially four different <laughs> types of stories being told which is great i just think the way they handled it in the first three episodes was masterfully done. And it's kind of hard to to balance all of that at one time. And I don't know what it was. I looked to make sure to see if it was a new director, but it wasn't. And they still do a great job. Matt Shackman, I think is his name again. And um but it, it was it was it was good. Again, there was like the part that you said there was something one thing in it that kind of really let me down and it was the reveal of who the aerospace engineer was i I think everyone was kind of let down by that and i'll get into my theories why they did that why they set it up just to subvert the expectation i think it's because they're teasing a new surprise yeah Yeah. it's they're setting that up so people setting it up to fail (laughs) so that they could throw you off with something later (laughs) and of course there was a big reveal of the new villain At the end which we'll talk about as well but yeah overall my least favorite episode i think there's two more right two more episodes eight and nine so we think Mm -hmm. rumored 10th episode but we don't know i hope the last two are are really great because after this episode i'm a little bit more on the on the lines of that it's just it's not going to be anything big and crazy and grand Mm. i mean to be honest i I think it's just going to be a regular episode following it'll end on like a a cliffhanger and like a very gripping ending but i think the next i think all the episodes are kind of stagnant as far as like their their scope um but that's just me i don't know
1: yeah i mean it wasn't the strongest episode by any means because it was most of it just kind of felt like yeah you said like filler it did have a lot of really big stuff happening, which kind of made up for it in my eyes. But to be honest, yeah, it felt like it kind of just took a lot of stops, literally, because Wando is trying to put a stop to it. She's trying to like freeze everything and be like, no, keep it like it is, or let's go back, or actually, no, 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 wait. Mm, she can't even control it anymore. Yeah. Because she's trying to keep Vision from going out and she won't even listen to people telling her what is actually going on so she can help fix it and we'll get more into that
0: you'll come closer oh okay there we go (laughs) Um, so i think the biggest thing that you were most pleased with this episode was monica yes monica's reborn reborn of course as well we don't know her official superhero name but
1: i mean probably photon or probably. spectrum, but i think photon will be it because it was her mom's mm-hmm. nickname in this universe but in the comics she's just photon yeah so i'm really hoping for that oh my god this this whole sequence was so good <laughs> like this is probably the coolest looking origin story like quickest origin story mm-hmm. it has been building up really or, like She just like pushed through that whole thing like, she, she thought she needed, like, this whole, like, armored car tank thingy. She's like, yeah. no, I can just literally push through because I'm them. <laughs> <laughs> and then she literally just went through. And then while she's in there, like, you see all her different, like, different, like, multiverse versions, pretty much. Or, like, hex versions of her. And then I think she has the outfit that she had when she was a kid, but, like, adult. With, like, the stripes here. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I didn't. And I we didn't have subtitles on, but I'm pretty sure you hear her voices, her mom's voices, and Carol.
0: Yeah, and her, her child self yes. was in there, too.
1: Mm-hmm. So, basically, it's kind of like like those parts in, like, anime or movies when everyone's like, oh, you can do this. No, blah, blah. blah and, like, have, right. all the, like, conflicting voices in their head. And she's like, <clears> oh, <throat> I can do this. And, like, she just then, her eyes start shining, like, this... Beautiful, just like neon blue color. She pushes through everything is like in this like really pretty lighting. It's like blue and purple and pink, and I'm like, yes, it was very pretty. And just so shining and glowing.
0: Yeah. It was a beautiful scene. Yeah. I want you to explain something to me though, because this is my problem with that scene. And we are we already talked about it, but how why did she get powers? From doing that. Or to your theories anyway. Since it's not in plain sight.
1: Well I think it's because she's gone through that. And her like. I know I quoted this last night. But her molecules (coughs) got rearranged. She basically. Danny phantom herself into getting powers. She went through that gate. Multiple times. So she just got like. Basically she managed to. Rearrange. Well she didn't do it. But her body reformed itself. To unlock those abilities,
0: and then the next question I asked you was, "Does that make her a mutant?"
1: That'd be pretty damn cool. I think this is probably a way that they can explain mutants like it it's because she, it's a DNA her thing. cells
0: were changed. It's a yeah. mutation. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: pretty much, yeah. I'm just hoping that they drop it in.
0: Yeah, and then <laughs> would I, <clears> And then the next thing I asked or wondered about that afterwards is that, does that mean that everyone else who has gone through the hex barrier is also going to be eventually turned into a mutant as well. Not everyone in the hex, if you were born there or you lived there when it started, then no, but if you're, if you're going through in and out of it multiple times, and obviously that either means you'll be turned into one or there's something else about Monica that we don't know Mm -hmm. with her past or her exposure to Carol Danvers or um, her work in, Space and with sword, maybe she's been exposed to things like that before. It's all very confusing to me. Overall, I didn't care for this scene, and I think it's because of what was what came right before it, which okay. leads us into that kind of a letdown uh, reveal that the aerospace engineer was actually a just random space a, a random woman. Some I don't think we have a picture of her, are, do we?
1: I don't think we got one.
0: No. I, I have a picture of the truck.
1: Uh. <laughs> oh my god! So actually, there's been some people, some people speculating that this could be Talos' daughter, the scroll from Captain Marvel,
0: which would be cute, would because make, they kind of grew up make, together. Then
1: yeah, so it would make sense. I just don't know how I feel about <clears throat> it because they didn't like explain anything. It'd be like, I mean, they could have had her like transform there, or like say something that would like reference it more. If, I just feel like it's kind of a reach or very obscure, but like not really exciting. Yeah. Especially since I'm being like, hey, I know someone, wink, 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 wink. And like, I'm just like, Ugh. you have right. other people who would have been cool options for that because sorry to just keep bringing Fantastic Word but it could have been Sue Storm. <laughs> someone else, like, I know that, I mean, like the Spanish dub revealed because wow, guys. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know like it's so it's, it's a girl, so i'm like i mean there's pretty much like still a lot of characters who would have been huge to put in there yeah i mean no no hate toward i don't remember her name but to this aerospace engineer i'm sure she knows what she's doing she seems like she's a cool lady i just was expecting more the
0: so yes it, it, it was led up for the past three episodes that monica knows This era, yeah. Someone she referred to it my guy, and then the you know also referred to it as a girl, and it was it was intentional. It was intentionally done for the audience to think it was going to be somebody. Now, whether it was intentionally done just to throw us off the scent (laughs) of a yeah red herring for something else, or it was intentionally done specifically to just subvert the audience expectations, I believe it was a as you said red herring. Mm It was to, to bring our expectations up just so they fall back down so that when the next surprise comes, we're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Because if you go in with low expectations, yeah. you're always going to be satisfied. Yeah. And I think episode eight and nine will have yeah. something in there that will you know kind of blow our minds mm-hmm. bigger than this uh, reveal at the end of the episode.
1: Yeah, because I mean, I t- kind of count the whole Photon reveal and then the reveal that we're going to talk about later as pretty big reveals. But I think because of the comments that have surfaced from Paul Bentney, we have something big happening coming up soon. And we have some theories on that too. So, yeah, let's <laughs> we keep saying like to go to that or should we go to it right now?
0: Uh, Yeah, let me get to this comment real quick because oh. uh, I think Max keeps oh. sending something and yes. So, Max, I know you also sent a bunch of questions on twitter and don't worry those are going to be answered on monday just so you know so don't feel like i ignored you um i wasn't the biggest fan okay we talked about that eight out of ten in my opinion episode five and six are better than this episode Mm -hmm. Uh, i think we agree uh, as far as you know not to say that this one was you know terrible but (laughs) it
1: was was just like there's been like incredible episodes so like it's kind of hard to live up to that
0: and he also says i'm really interested what Back happened to the, to the twins. twins because yeah. oh. i don't think they are dead and i think they will be part of the young yes. avengers okay cool oh, well max that kind of ties into yes. what we're going to talk about next so do you want to talk about this reveal Ooh. at the end here should we go for that yeah we can jump around let me see okay right. here we go so well, we all know we we all know this girl gorgeous,
1: right but um, look at her
0: what Get that director's chair
1: with her reveal she's miss agatha hartman boom bam look at that there she is oh (laughs) my god her whole theme and like the reveal was so funny and well done i just thought it was very clever like i mean obviously we all knew this was coming (laughs) right but i feel like she just kind of reveled like reveled Mm-hmm. like she was like oh my god and let me tell you i've been behind this whole thing girl <laughs> she's out here giving herself a little like the monsters kind of like twilight zoney like intro <laughs> oh she's yeah like, oh i'm puppeteering the whole thing i'm the director here agatha all along it was
0: agatha all along
1: <laughs> and then like you were seeing the whole like wizard of ozzy thing it was like and i killed sparky too
0: <laughs> yeah when she when she came up and she was like um <laughs> You know, I I was I did this, I did that, I was behind everything, and then she also said, you know, I yeah. I killed the dog too, and I I immediately thought, okay, it's probably an homage to Wizard of Oz where I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog too. Yeah. So not a direct relation, but I I thought that was kind of an Easter egg how they put in the kick ass comment right. as well.
1: I also thought, like, I mean, this is a little bit more of a stretch on the, your little dog, too, since that makes sense because she's a witch. But I also thought it was a reference to her character in Parks and Rec being like, Leslie knows probably oh, yeah. killed a dog. We don't have proof of what <laughs> like, something like that. It's like, <laughs> she's a dog killer. How oh, are you going to tell me that she didn't do it? <laughs> we have no proof that she didn't.
0: So that was, it. Was I think it was a good reveal. Uh, yeah. I. I liked how she walked into the home. Mm-hmm. The kids weren't there. Oh, and, the and basement thing. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess first she she takes Wanda away from the confrontation oh. with Monica, mm-hmm. which I was kind of like, why is Monica just, like, letting her go?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. It reminded me of this, like, meme.
0: <laughs> and then she takes her to the house. Kids aren't there. Goes to the basement and sees her lair, the witch's lair. And then she reveals herself as uh, <laughs> I'm Agatha Heartness. What was really funny about that reveal was <laughs> – i heard oh yeah
1: <laughs>
0: i was watching i think it was i think it was probably i think it was john campia uh, a couple days ago and he was he was answering questions from people and one of them wrote in and was like it's it's agatha it's 100 percent agatha there's no other there's no other person it could be it's right. Agatha behind it all and Campia was like yeah it's it probably is but honestly they're not just gonna outright say it like they're not gonna say that name it's not gonna be that straightforward I mean she'd literally have to look at the camera and be like I am Agatha Hartness and he was like <laughs> and she did that exact thing and she literally was like
1: I'm,
0: I'm Agatha Hartness and it was it was so funny what are you gonna do? it It really it's wasn't so, funny, but I just because of that comment I heard before where he was like mocking this fan, mm. like there's, there's there she's is. gonna do that she's gonna take it to the camera, and it was like she actually did and it was it's pretty so uh, funny but yeah so i i love I love the reveal. I thought it was it was the right mm. it, it was another tone, another right. layer to this show, so a no, fifth it, layer mm-hmm. a fifth tone to mix everything in I love it when they when they go creepy when they go dark it was creepy and but also
1: hilarious at the same time like super dark but, and i think
0: <laughs> the strongest part of it was the production value of that layer it was uh it it's so high above the bar uh, compared to other tv shows like because it was a big it was a real stat first of all it was heavily detailed and the colors like it had like hints of purple all around and, like, yeah, and very... and the book, which oh. I don't know what the book is. Do you have any idea? Oh
1: my god, there was a I forget the, the spell name, book. That's like a spell book, and like where like they can also like gather like chaos magic from I think.
0: Oh okay, and then after after it was revealed, mm-hmm. after she said her name, then you 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 had another theory about mm-hmm. her and the...
1: So this kind of threw off that whole like. Uh, Quicksilver is Mephisto in disguise kind of thing because I I also mentioned he could just be a puppet and we thought it was a puppet of Mephisto with Agatha. Turns out it was Agatha literally pulling the strings. Yeah. And they show her doing it like she brought him there. So this could actually be just literal Fox Quicksilver. <laughs> yeah. For somebody to made to look like him, but it's just a puppet. Like he's not actually involved. What if she actually brought him from the that universe and just like. I mean, we haven't seen Quicksilver in any other Fox movies, have we? <laughs> right,
0: right. Okay, thank you for oh. bringing that up because I do you have something to say.
1: Uh, I mean, that whole—I mean, you showed like the end credit scene right there with Monica and him. So he's kind of just like a like a, what's it called sidekick, not sidekick, like minion currently because he's still under yeah. control. Yeah.
0: First end credit scene, by the way. Yes. For WandaVision, which Freaking. is kind of weird. Yeah. It was.
1: I'm so glad we, were to go. I we caught you by surprise.
0: <laughs> she was trying to show me something on her phone, yeah. and then I was like, "Oh wait!" And she's like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> um, so about the Quicksilver thing, I it's it's very perplexing to me. Mm-hmm. Understanding, trying to understand why that actor, that version of that character, is mm-hmm. in this show, and I'm looking at it from a an outside business point of view, which is not the way I should look at it, but I find it very interesting that he, what is the actor's name? Evan Peters? Evan Peters. Oh, that's right. Dean was struggling with uh, the Peter name. Peter Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's, very, it's, it's very confusing. It's, it's hard for me to understand how this character was brought into this show. And I'll explain why in a second, but I don't think that version of Quicksilver has anything to do with the the plot of this movie i think i think he's completely expendable and it's not worth wasting our time thinking about or theorizing because when the show was uh currently in pre-production the disney fox deal was not yet uh finalized yeah and i know this might be boring to so many people but (laughs) bear with me for a second and the the rules of engagement with that type of you know s- uh, distributing of ip in this case quicksilver you're not allowed to even consider them for future stories until the paperwork is signed which means kevin feige could not even think about the idea or mention it to his writer staff because they would risk losing the chance to do it so which means it was someone else originally supposed to be in that role i believe and i believe it was either um Aaron Taylor Johnson, or someone someone else, someone completely else from the MCU already. And then when they got the rights, they were like, oh, let's do this to completely throw the people off. And that's why I believe this character is expendable. I think it's just as Agatha puppeteers it, just a puppet. And it just to, just to mimic that role of Pietro. And yeah, that's my thoughts on it. So I, I honestly don't think that character is going to have anything to do with anything going forward, other oh, than being yeah. an extension of yeah. Agatha.
1: Um, do you think that might have been like the idea, and then it changed once they got the deal done and got him to join? Or do you also think maybe? I mean, I don't know if he had like an exclusive deal with Fox at all, because I mean, he's done other like more like independent e movies. Well, how many
0: movies was he in at the X Men?
1: X Men, like three
0: three oh, okay then his deal was probably up yeah because usually it's a three picture deal and then and so then he's he was probably
1: Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix yeah
0: yeah so you know what actually they could have already had him in mind yeah Maybe but they didn't they call him Quicksilver to... yeah, it was I mean, just hey definitely... I want to buy that actor
1: because I mean Disney already had their Quicksilver and Fox had their Quicksilver and they were just Peter and Pietro so they were technically different versions of it so it's not the same definite character technically on a very slight technicality so they could just be like hey since we're like all about like fourth wall breaking let's just bring this guy and offer him the job and then once the fox seal happened it's like oh it's perfect
0: right yeah
1: so that might also be a thing a possibility
0: Um, oops sorry one second
1: for sure Max like that's probably the main reason. Hello, Zachary.
0: Quicksilver, I think is fan service. Maybe tease the X Men.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, yes. yeah. I'm so I'm hoping. Hello, and Zach.
0: Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. the
1: Young Avengers, I definitely think Billy and Tommy are gonna stay, even if this version of them ends up being like a Mephisto, Agatha, mind game thing. I do think they're gonna be real at some point i mean in the comics they definitely have both the mephisto fragments and then like their actual real versions which join the young avengers i just hope they keep the characters as they are in the comics and they don't like straight wash them (laughs) yeah because they're really good additions to like the whole mc or marvel universe they are involved in like the young avengers then there's hulkling there's like the whole like patriot and i forget who uh, like other the other characters also involved, like they have such significant relationships, both as teammates and like more Im- involved in like their personal lives. With a lot of characters that would bring a lot of depth and just open up the universe so much more. Yeah. Also, sorry, this scene that you brought up, this it was so funny to me how like their game keeps changing and <laughs> <laughs> they end up with Uno cards. I'm like, oh, she chose violence. <laughs> Wanda is about here to like tear her children apart. Like she would have probably gone even further and put in monopolies. Mm-hmm.
0: so the kids are not a creation of Wanda or of Agatha, which do you think?
1: I mean, uh, since she kind of made them disappear, it kind of might be Agatha's doing, but I mean, I'm hoping that they get to be real sometime in this timeline, if not like going forward because so
0: sweet. Well, I think to understand that question, we have to understand who is Agatha Harkness. I don't know much about her. Before we did the show look like went live, I did look up her official bio or whatever. All I could find is just, you know, she's over 500 years old. Mm-hmm. The comic character, not maybe not this one, but over 500 years old, uh, was uh, heavily involved in the Salem Witch Trials, mm-hmm. is from Salem. Um, fun fact, I actually used to live in in that town um not in in the salem part but cousins? i i no no old salem in north carolina
1: Aren't, those are different salems right
0: uh they both had witch trials though oh
1: that's crazy but yeah this they is it's like
0: there were like two parts of like one it was like one moved and then they went to north carolina or whatever oh, it. it's like they're like not the same like I got this off. from the other one. Yeah, pretty much. It's <laughs> That's pretty cool though, It's confusing, but they have this Moravian sugar cake I and mean, it's amazing. Salem cake. Anyway, completely off topic, but okay. I um yeah, she this could be a completely new reimagining of this character as we've seen Marvel do in the past. So yeah. uh we have to understand really what her goal is, you know, it she's obviously doing this to Wanda mm-hmm. and Wanda it seems like she, I think she's under this arrest, mm-hmm. and she's in this prison state. But she's able to reimagine this prison how mm-hmm. she wants it to look, yeah. and that's why it started glitching in this episode mm-hmm. as far as the different time periods. And she but couldn't. She's herself kind of thin, yeah, well. and she's trying to make it larger. So I believe. Uh, yeah, I believe that. I believe she was put in this this prison state, similar to how uh, the witch's lair looks. Maybe the entire town looked like that. I don't know. And then she just transformed it to fit, to cope. But it's like, what is she doing with Wanda? What does she want? And I think it has something to do with creating life, midichlorians. <laughs> yes. And because I think the kids were created by Wanda. <laughs> just like how vision was re- reanimated, and she and she wants the key to life, which is why yeah, she killed the dog definitely. and it's like, here practice on this right
1: she was trying to like test her me, like, you can do that, yeah, I mean, definitely that would Panel because she already brought like created two random people from nothing right brought like a synthesoid back to life, and then I mean, she didn't do it, but like the kids assumed that she brought back Pietro, yeah. It would make
0: sense. That was the thing too. Um I forgot to talk about was is it David, the guy who's in charge of Sword, the director? Uh, Daniel Hayward. Hayward? <laughs> Completely wrong. Well I don't mean David Hayward. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't
1: know his first name. We're not on that basis. So I don't like the band.
0: <laughs> Hayward was trying to take vision to reanimate yes. him. To for weaponry, pretty much. Right, which goes against the Sokovia Accords. Mm-hmm. And against, like, the contract with Avengers, were, yeah. yeah, and that's probably has to do with because Iron Man died, so yeah. the contract is like being rene- renegotiated or annulled. Yeah, so is he a bad guy? We still don't know. I don't. I, mean, I don't he think is, he is. No. Honestly, I don't think he is.
1: I mean, he's kind of Tony before he like had the change of heart. He just wants weaponry, right? And he's willing to just like blow up Wanda. Well, you
0: know, someone gave a theory that he's so eager to kill her and get into the hex because his wife is stuck inside and his what? wife is the
1: oh the witness protection person um
0: uh, no that's a good theory but it's the the lady in the Dottie? third episode the leader of the women's group or whatever Dottie? Dottie okay yeah what makes
1: sense I don't sense? I don't know where that
0: theory came from but <laughs> um, I just heard it
1: that because Agatha was trying to pit um Wanda against her being like oh she's the key to everything well not pit her against her but like try to be like nice with her the thing is like it doesn't kind of pan out in other ways because i mean if he nukes the hex he would nuke his wife then right so i don't know how that would work out exactly and even if he just wanted to get his wife out then why is he wanting to like make weapons out of vision again yeah, I feel like th- both these antagonists want something from the characters, like the main characters Wanda and Vision, respectively. Because you do have Agatha who wants power and life, and probably to bring back Mephisto with like fragments a la Horcruxes or something. And then you have Hayward who wants to make powerful, sentient AI weaponry. Mm-hmm. So they both have, regardless of not, if not that they bring other um motivations in that's pretty already something that they have been showing mm-hmm. so Mimi, that could be a possibility i just think he is a little bit too greedy and violent to not be a bad guy <laughs> Unless yeah. he's very great but like he i mean he did that to like Monica Wu and Darcy. Darcy, like she w- got chained to a car. <laughs> what? And I I'm did glad like they related. The escape artist thing. I did want to yeah. see her as a waitress, though. That's another letdown. <laughs> but I mean, I'll take it. It was cool. <laughs> it was a creative
0: way to, yeah, you know, make it uh,
1: tie into
0: yeah, the whole thing. yeah. Um, you had some other pictures here you wanted to talk about will you oh, talk yeah. about those while I use the little girl's room
1: <laughs> Are you <getting> the <laughs> anyway yeah let's go for I mean I just mentioned Mephisto so I'm so sorry uh, <laughs> everyone could be Mephisto and I actually have an so you guys don't have to listen to me be annoying about Mephisto again so I do think that there was like this really funny thing here. It says, "Extra-dimensional demon who first of fear appear- appeared as a fly." I know this is technically a cicada, but I, or it might be just a fly, just very big and like chunky. But I think this and then the little demons on the wall are a little reference to Mephisto, because I mean, I mean, Wanda has to. I mean, not Wanda. Agnes is probably like, hey this so can you like let me bring you back maybe that's why she wants the power to bring back life into the world i think that might be a possibility so yeah she's been doing a lot to try to get what she wants um i oh my god i'm trying to think of the other things i was mentioning too. oh um another reference to maybe agatha being in some control of the children is this because she's like oh where are my children sit down one to sit down and wool. We'll, and she's like tell me where they are this is pretty much what happened in this episode she comes in and she's like hey where's my kids she's like oh you want some tea hon Wanna want some yo gaba gabba, gabba. she's like no where are my kids so she says oh go down to the basement of all places and that's when we get the reveal and she's just pretty much metaphorically sits her down and reveals who she is and what she's been doing. Okay, sorry. Catching you up, I just told them about the little fly being with
0: this so I used the Oh yeah, that fly was definitely significant in yeah, some way.
1: And and the wall, I don't know if you noticed there was like little like demon stucco things. Oh no. Like on the walls of the lair. And I'm just like mm. oh
0: <laughs> Well, I hope so. It'd be really cool to see Mephisto. Did you talk yeah. about the Nexus thing yet?
1: No, but I was about to mention okay, it. Okay, good. Because I don't. Talk about it. Yeah, because
0: you understand it more than I do. So let's.
1: So, oh my God. How Just
0: double tap. Oh, careful. Not double click, double tap. Right, I got it. There ah, we go.
1: Okay, there we go. So we got this <clears> new <throat> ad, and this one doesn't have a definite reference to Fondus Pass as most of the other commercials have, but it does. Also, it hit pretty hard. <laughs> it was kind of a big call out, except for the whole like nothing revolves around you and like those because I'd really believe that, but hey. <laughs> um, it was really cool because this basically says, Oh, you have like multiple, you're the center of the universe, and it's called Nexus. And this pretty much cements Wanda as possibly being one of like the Nexus beings, because in the comics there is a certain like Portal of some sorts called the Nexus, which is basically the anchor in between, like a port between worlds and dimensions mm. between the multiverse. So, I mean, we've already had confirmation of the multiverse existing in the Marvel MCU, <laughs> Marvel Cinematic Universe. I just basically said MMCU, but yeah, basically this is almost <clears throat> certainly confirming that not only the Nexus exists. But the Wanda is basically an anchor, and could be basically like the fabric of reality and the multiple like multiverses being in balance depends on.
0: Oh, okay, I got a new theory. Yeah. Okay. After you said that, Agatha is going to drain Wanda of her powers.
1: I mean, she's definitely using her. Hopefully, she doesn't drain her away. Well, she it's...
0: was the shark in the last episode's commercial. Oh. I feed off your magic, yeah. so she's probably. I guess probably weak. And it's probably, yeah, I think she's manipulating it or she needs extra magic to bring back Mephisto. Mm -hmm. So he was like, buzz, buzz, go get Wanda. (laughs) Yeah, he's kind of like, you know,
1: when like Voldemort's like a fetus and he's like, I need (laughs) this unicorn and other things so I can make Voldemort.
0: What is the rat guy's name? Peter Pettigrew. Pettigrew, bring me unicorns.
1: Oh my God! That also would tie it into one of my other theories.
0: Go <laughs> on, go ahead.
1: Because I mean, we know that like Mephisto might show up, and also Paul Bettany. reading back what I said earlier, he had said that he is pretty much like confirmed that he's working with someone that's he's been looking forward to work with for a long time. Oh yeah. What if it's Ralph Fiennes? Ralph I always have to Ralph watch. Fiennes. Yeah, Ralph Fiennes. Who is Voldemort? <laughs>
0: Isn't it Ray? Doesn't he go by Ray?
1: Does he?
0: I don't know. Fines? I hear Ray fine sometimes. Oh. Maybe they just say Ralph and I hear Ray. I, I, I don't, don't know.
1: know. I, he would be a great I'm Mephisto. i Ralph because that's how you spell it. And also, I mean, Agatha's Her husband. Her husband. Yeah.
0: Who we, we've we never seen
1: mm-hmm. yet. She keeps mentioning. <laughs> so it might be There's also a really cool other theory that it might be. Al Pacino, because <laughs> he did have that meeting with Yami Feige, so who knows? And he was Don't
0: mentioned- you mean Don
1: <laughs> Like that, I was mentioning to Han, like how I, it would be funny if, like, a twist of Al Pacino coming in was like, he can reference movies, but he can only be <laughs> Jack and Joe <Jill laughs> or anything rated sufficiently bad enough <laughs> so for it to be like just stupid and ridiculous. I mean, it's
0: but- me. Mephisto! Wanda! You've got a great ass! Oh my God. Sorry, everybody. I just had to say it. It's my favorite Al Pacino line ever. He's just always screaming, and I love he it. He is.
1: <laughs> he would kind of make sense,
0: honestly. Okay, I gotta vent real quick about something, and it is this scene again. I just, I really hated this whole lead-up to this scene. And then we get there, and we were like, she was talking about this vehicle she needed to go through, like, Resident for three and episodes, episodes. And then also the person and we get there and neither the person nor the truck are necessary truck yeah. I mean, and it does... and then she just walked through anyway it's like i i don't know it feels to me like they kind of like had a concrete couple of episodes and then they were like we need more episodes so let's stretch it out a little bit you know i don't know
1: i mean also it just could be just so they could have darcy and like jimmy and uh monica to separate and then her to realize that she didn't need all that because she had already been modified enough that she has more ability she didn't realize until she was in close proximity to the hex the right balls. and she's like wait this isn't like hurting me as much as i thought it would be right and yeah she even took like her like astronaut suit off she's like i'm just gonna come here in my skinny jeans and well my in my leggings and my compression top
0: <laughs> yeah and it's i mean I'm probably looking at it the wrong way because uh, a good writer always has their characters going somewhere. Mm-hmm. Characters has to be written to always go somewhere. You can't just be like sitting in a room and talking like constantly have to be moving have have a goal and their goal was this and it it sets up the story so that they're all kind of separated so that they can find their own way through the story. So that works in that regard. It's just it, it was. Mm-hmm. I think it's because I'm so used to MCU movies mm-hmm. and I'm also so used to. Full stories in one sitting. Mm-hmm. That when I when I see something like this, is just like because these these episodes individually aren't standalone stories, right. except for it's maybe the first home. two. Yeah, and I, it might just be my my eagerness to quickly jump into the next episode, which is you know mm-hmm. I okay. waiting for next Friday. Yeah. Um, but what's funny about this episode is it's no longer about this. But now, she has but now a it's about.
1: Dude, but now Agatha, it's also Agatha and Hayward and all these other dudes. I'm like Hayward, suspicious.
0: Yeah, very suspicious. Uh, you guys need to let us know what you think in the comments below. Because if you are watching this video, I know you are. <laughs> I see you. Just go in the comments below, tell us your theories or what you thought about this episode, so that we can share them next episode. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right about the theories going forward. I don't know.
1: I, oh, my God. What else was I going to mention? There was
0: something else. Well, while you think about that, um, for all of you new people here, uh, this is also a podcast which you can listen to on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, yeah. Google, o- Overcast, Stitcher, anywhere you find podcasts. So just look up Han Talks first. You can find this show and the Star Wars show there as well. Mm. And uh, if, again, if you are new, just go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a show and hit the little the little bell. <laughs> and <laughs> if um if you don't mind just like the video if anything like the video it helps out so much it brings attention to other people we're at 701 subscribers as of today that's amazing thank you so much for for doing that um it's been a, it's a hard task to get a thousand subs. i hear once you get a thousand it's just easier to promote your channel because youtube actually recognizes you as an official channel at that point so uh if you could help us get to a thousand that'd be fantastic Um. It just helps us grow a big community here, which is great. Yeah. What did you think of it? What your thing was? Uh, uh-uh. No?
1: <laughs> I just kind of, I mean, there was a lot of comments that I have been seeing around on Twitter and I totally agree where like it's the scene where like the uh, sort agents were running and they turn into clowns mm-hmm. and they're like how we all looked expecting read Richards. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think that we have something big coming in. And I mean, we have to have it coming soon, so I'm looking forward to it. Please give us what we want.
0: Disney Plus crashed. Yes. Last night. Yeah, we had to stay up We the waited. Late. we waited about fifteen minutes, twenty minutes. Oh, because we were just like, yeah, yeah, right, because
1: we we're checking our phones too while yeah. we were also on the TV, like, come on. And then
0: we finally got it. Yes. So yes. most popular show in the world right now pretty crazy i don't have anything else to say about this episode
1: Um, i mean currently i'm blanking out but i mean if not we can just mention it next time yeah anyway fun time not as great as the other ones but still enjoyable and uh
0: we will be back next friday at the same time to talk about episode eight Mm -hmm. and um hopefully it's a longer episode i need i need a long one i'm really feeling it i don't care that it's midnight (laughs) let's watch a big one
1: no sleep only one division
0: exactly We're going to go watch Paddington 2. Yes! (laughs) I'm finally getting around to watch I know it's kind of random, but... (laughs) There was
1: another comment, how you said Wanda keeps changing her prison to how she wants it to be. I'm like, I was going to be like, like Paddington. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I finally got him to watch the Paddington movies and when in the middle of watching Paddington 2, we stopped only to watch WandaVision. And I mean, it's just... I'm really hyped for Paddington 3. Maybe we can do a Paddington 3 after show. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Paddington discussion. Spoiler discussion. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> the Paddington lore is very rich, just like Orange Marmalade, babe. <laughs> I'm so sorry.
0: Uh, thank you all who have watched this show today. <laughs> Special shout out to the people who watch the show live. Mm-hmm. Um, Max's WandaVision is better than I expected because I really wasn't in the Marvel hype at this point. That's awesome to hear. Glad you're enjoying it. It's really cool to hear. Um, a lot of people are getting turned on to it, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And oh. I think... <laughs>
1: Sorry. I'm like, oh. Oh, well, the- <laughs> Chile con carne.
0: Chile con carne. Um, Sorry.
1: Chile con carne.
0: Uh, chili. <laughs> okay. We're going a little loopy. Thank you guys yeah. so much. We'll be back next Friday uh, with more. And um, check out the channel for other great videos. There's tons of stuff here every week. We have a Lego video coming out yeah. next week. So be sure to come back and check that out too. And uh, until next time. Um, have a good one. We'll see you guys soon.
1: Oh, did you guys like my Quicksilver hair? I'm yeah. Being... I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: because she was recasted last week. so Yeah,
1: I got recasted. <laughs> Sorry. I look a little different.
0: Bye. Later.